0: Welcome to Open Mic. Uh, This is a space where News 9 editors come together and we talk about issues and topics of public interest. And uh, we have a panel of uh, experts from the industry who give us insights into the matter. And today we'll be talking about a topic that has been ruling the news cycle for the past two weeks. And that is Aryan Khan's arrest in the cruise ship drug raid. Insights today will be Nikhil Taneja, who is the founder and CEO of Yuva. Also joining us is film journalist and author of Parveen Babi, A Life, Karishma Upadhyay, and vidhi Center for Legal Policies, criminal justice team lead Neha Singhal. Also, uh, I would uh, like it if our uh, listeners would, uh, you know, maybe send us their tweets or questions, then we'll open the floor up to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will answer. we will have our experts answer those questions. So let us start with Nikhil. Uh, Nikhil, you recently wrote an article about the mental health repercussions that Aryan might possibly face because of this case. Would you like to get started with that?
1: Uh, Sure. Thank you so much, Alfia, for having me. And uh, really great to be on this panel with my wonderful uh, co-speakers. I... You know, I, I, one of the things that's that's really striking about this case is, you know, in many ways it seems like even though it was a different case last year, but it just seems like a, a follow-up case uh, to that of Riya Chakravarti, uh, what she had gone through in terms of the way that it is being played out. First of all, it is being played out in the media, not in the courts, Um, you know. And and again, the way it is being played out is exactly the same way. You know, there's a lot of insensitivity, a lot of inhumanity. Uh, Aryan Khan has pretty much been reduced from, uh, you know, being a young man, uh, to being a news headline, to being a character in a, in in what seems like a never ending drama that we are all watching on uh, you know play online or offline, which I feel which I find really disconcerting because uh, uh, you know real life is not entertainment. And even if the person, people involved over here are uh, connected to Bollywood in some way, we cannot be reducing them to uh, just just a gossip or just water cooler conversations. And that's what I see happening here. It's a play out, you know, the same playbook as last year. Uh, you know, there are news headlines, news debates, uh, talking about the character of a- Aryan Khan, what he has, what what kind of a person he is. He isn't. I mean, essentially, he's a he's a young man, you know, and. Uh, uh, you know, at no point, of course, we are condoning drugs, but uh, the way that that you know he's been <clears throat> shamed, which I think is, I mean, there's there's a really large public shaming that is happening for some for something that's not even been proved yet, uh, and the way it is being done. Is, is very concerning to me and very uh, from a mental health lens in particular because uh, uh, just just imagine what we are giving out as some sort of a, a case study over here or, or what what we are really putting out and what we are normalizing right now for the rest of society that let's let's even assume you know for a second and let's go into that hypothetical uh, you know that yes he did you know take whatever consume drugs uh, um, is that is, is what is happening right now? Is it is it in any way proportionate to the the offense that he has done? Because it's not a crime, you know. I mean, uh, uh, it's it, it's illegal. It's not in the. It's it's definitely unlawful. But is it a crime that is as large as the, uh, uh, you know, what is the consequences that he's been facing? Uh, you know, is it is it is it really proportionate? And I think uh, that's really what what's very concerning to me that you know we are we are not at all, uh, and and we do this very often with a lot of people. But over here, at the center of all of this is a very young person. Uh, you know, and uh, it's it's a shame that this is the way that we have gone about this case, especially after what we subjected Ria last year to, uh, to see another young person going through something else and the same very similar experience is very, very saddening, honestly.
0: Thank you so much for that, Nikhil. Um, so, given that you're talking about uh, the legality of this, Neha, can you've been researching the criminalization of drug use in India? Could you tell us what yes. the uh, if any of the evidence or the cases or the uh, you know the articles that he's been uh, you know uh, put in jail under are any of them uh, even valid? All right. So, um,
2: Aryan Khan has been arrested for offences under Section 27, which is consumption of um, drugs. Section 28, which is um, attempt to commit an offence under the Act. 29, which is uh, conspiracy to commit an offence under the Act. And 35, which is an evidentiary rule of, uh, of culpable home, uh, mental state, where, where the law assumes this, uh, where the law assumes that wherever a mental state, intention, knowledge, etc. is required to commit an act, the person has it. So for one, section thirty five is not an offense under which anybody can be charged because it's just an evidentiary rule. So the the charging itself or the uh, the um, uh, arresting under the section itself is flawed. So the only meaty section under which he has been arrested is section twenty seven which is um, consumption of drugs. Now um, this section uh, I have been saying for a while is a flawed section to begin with because um, it just all this section says is, Whoever consumes any narcotic drug or psychotropic substance can be punished with imprisonment up to a year or six months depending on the drug. Um, it doesn't prescribe uh, in which form, how the person is to be arrested. It doesn't prescribe what constitutes consumption. And this is a problematic thing because um, different state polices interpret this provision differently. Uh, Punjab, for example, interprets this as residue of heroin consumption. Uh, Bombay historically has uh, interpreted this to mean a marijuana consumption. They arrest people of the streets who they find consuming or smoking marijuana. Since last year, though, we have seen NCB entering this um, this you know, into this field of consumption which has been typically the field of the state police. And uh, Section 27 itself is a bailable offence. Uh, it does not have all the all the standards that are required under the NDPS Act for all other offences because those standards are required for trafficking. Whoever is caught with, con- with um, commercial quantities of drugs needs to go through the rigour of the NDPS Act, not somebody who's caught for consuming. But in Aryan Khan's case, it's especially problematic because one, they found no drug on him and two they refuse to conduct a urine or a blood test on him to know whether he was even intoxicated at the time of arrest so what they're going for is his previous whatsapp chats and they're only claiming that they have found some links on the base of these whatsapp chats in their bail arguments they repeat the same arguments over and over saying that he's a part of some international link his case is intrinsically linked with all other cases and though and even though no um, no evidence is on him no uh, drugs have been uh, found on him he is a part of some chain and therefore his detention is necessary this is an this is an entirely flawed interpretation of the law uh it has never been done before and ncb especially has never entered this uh forum of drug consumption at all so this seems like a this seems like malicious prosecution to begin like, right at the start
0: thank you so much neha uh, all right um let's get to karishma karishma you have been chronicling Bollywood for a very long time. You've even uh, spoken about the mental health repercussions of uh, how the media, uh, you know, covers uh, sort of uh, these sensational cases, sensationalize such cases, especially in your book uh, on Parveen Babi. Uh, would you like to give your insights into this?
3: Hey, Alicia, thank you so much for having me on this. Um, so you know, um, Shahrukh is is a very interesting uh, subject in that. Um, you know, in, in past interviews, he's called himself um, a successful poster child for India's experiment with secularism. Um, you know, he, to um, to a Hindu, um, he's spoken about how he, you know, the names Aryan and Suhana that he gave his personal children were um, pan-India non-religious. Um, there's a beautiful documentary um, by Nasreen Lani Kabir on... Um, a title: The Inner and Outer Lives of uh, Shahrukh Khan. Where um, there's, there's a moment where uh, there's Diwali celebrations going on, and uh, he does like the Lakshmi Puja in his office, and then comes home um, to his family, and then um, Gauri, Suhana um, are are there with him, and his sister are there with him, and there is a pundit who's uh, who's you know preparing the puja and and one of, them, one of the parents turns around and says, um, Aryan will say the Gayatri Mantra. And Sharif's voice over on top when he's talking, he says, Aryan says the Gayatri Mantra and I say the Bismillah with him. Um, and he talks about how he's very emotional by right, teaching his kids about um, religion. He says he's not a great follower of religion. He believes in Allah, but he's never forced, he was never forced by his parents to read the Namaz five times. Um, but it's important for him to have all the festivals in his house they have diwali Eve, christmas of, you know when they would put up the tea. um so he, he really has been um, the face I think bollywood face of the of the secular country that we would want india to be um and that kind of doesn't go with whatever agenda is going on right now in in the political space um and so I you know it's it's very obvious to anyone who wants to look at this with completely impartial um you know, and with no blinkers is is that he's being targeted. It's it's this is all happening for a reason. Um you know, he's he's one of those rare actors who since two thousand fourteen hasn't um been seen, you know, done too many proper done any propaganda films, been a part of the famous selfies, um so it's it obvious, you know, that this is kind of come up for him in terms of like he's being punished for not kind of falling in line.
0: All right, um, okay, uh, thank you, Karishma. Um, I actually want to uh, speak to our in-house uh, legal editor, Ashok Bagriya, sir. Uh, So everyone's been mentioning the WhatsApp chats that has uh, uh, that are like being used as evidence, uh, not just in um, Aryan's case, but also in Ria's. So can you talk about the you've been covering this for a very long time. So could you talk about the if this actually holds up as real evidence in a court of law?
4: Oh, well, thank you. Now. Uh, as you rightly pointed out that there are some similarities between the Riya Chakravarti case and Aryan Khan case, that in both these cases, the NCB is relying on uh, WhatsApp conversations uh, to pin down the accused. Now in the case of Riya Chakravarti, again, the NCB had taken the plea that there were some WhatsApp conversations and uh, they tried to rope in her as a part of a larger uh, racket drug racket which was being done, and the NCB wanted to, investigate her role into it whether she supplied those particular drugs to Sushant Singh Rajput or uh, she was actually acting as a supplier or a peddler. However, uh, the investigations and the matter is still judice, and uh, she was kept in the jail for almost a month before she was granted bail by the Bombay High Court. Now here again in the Aryan Khan case we are actually sim- uh, seeing something similarly being played out. Here again, The case of the NCB, now according to the NCB case itself, is that when Aryan Khan was arrested, there was uh, no drugs which were recovered from his person, number one. Number two, there are no allegations that he consumed drugs. But uh, the number three thing which is most important for the NCB case uh, is that they are saying that we have uh, got hold of Aryan Khan's phone and there are some WhatsApp conversations between him And uh, suppliers and peddlers and possibly they believe that uh, there is also a conversation wherein Aryan Khan is uh, supposed to be talking and saying that he needs to procure some hard drugs uh, in bulk quantities. So now what here the NCB is trying to say is that as far as the investigating agency is concerned, they want to get to the bottom of this conspiracy or this drug racket and their other point they are saying and impressing on the court is the fact that uh, this particular conspiracy goes across the boundaries of india and could have international ramifications and that's why they they want that aryan khan should not be released on bait. now here this argument has two problems the first bit is that number one uh, almost it's almost been 9 days that uh, the NCB had sought uh, their remand, police remand, as we usually call the police remand of Aryan Khan. And it was denied because the Metropolitan Magistrate or the remand magistrate, uh, who after going through the case diaries and whatever investigation the NCB had done so far, thought in his wisdom that, uh, the investigation as far as this particular accused is concerned is over and there's no need to remand him to further custody of NCB and then send him to Arthur Road Jail. The second thing is that the NCB has putting, has been putting out an argument that uh, if Aryan Khan were to be released on bail, there is a danger or there is an apprehension that he will tamper or influence witness. Now, that is a matter which has to be decided by the court and seen in the backdrop of the circumstances in which these arrests have been made, whether this apprehension uh, which has been uh, expressed by the NCB is correct or not. Uh, The other thing is that... uh, there is a strong case, you know, in the sense that uh, in the past, also we have seen in the Ria Chakravarti case where she was also arrested. She didn't have drugs on her person. Uh, the only, there was no allegation of consumption against her. And the third thing was that the only allegation, again, uh, revolved around the fact that there were WhatsApp chats. Identical case, we don't know whether the trial court, the sessions court, the special NCB court, which is reserved its orders for 20th of October, will decide which way. But as far as bail applications are concerned, they are at the discretion of the court. Now, here, in while like granting or denying bail, uh, it is to the satisfaction of that particular judge who decides. And if he believes that, yes, I believe that... Uh, going looking at the circumstances and the case and the facts that this particular if he's released on bail will not pose any danger to the investigation so that is the subjective satisfaction of the judge on which the bail is granted now as far as the admissibility of whatsapp chats are concerned uh, under law whatsapp chats are considered to be electronic records now for admissing electronic records as evidence you have to deal with the Indian Evidence Act and Section 65B of the Indian Evidence Act. Now, as far as uh, Section 65B of the Indian Evidence Act is concerned, it says that if you want to, if any police agency wants to use an electronic record against an accused, they have to accompany that electronic record with a certificate. A certificate from, so let's take the example of uh, that uh, the NCB is relying on call detail records. So NCP will have to not just procure, get the call detailed records, but also get a certificate from the telecom operator certifying that these records are authentic. Similarly, now here in WhatsApp, uh, in the case of WhatsApp conversations, if the investigating agency relies on these conversations and says that these are authentic, they will have to obtain a certificate from WhatsApp. The problem here now, again, which the agencies face is that WhatsApp is a non-India company. It's based in USA. So every time they apply to WhatsApp for a certificate, WhatsApp is not going to respond to it because WhatsApp is a social messaging site uh, or a platform which actually uh, believes and boasts in the privacy of messages of its users. And the moment uh, it gives into such demands from investigating agency to certify uh, or even disclose the chats which have been deleted or otherwise uh, they have not been able to recover it causes a problem for the social messaging platform so these are the troubles that are faced and as far as the legality evidentiary value is concerned that unless the police are able or the ncb in this particular case is able to obtain a certificate that will not be admissible it can at the best be used as an investigating tool
2: um I'll see if I may add something to this. Um... Uh, So again, Section 27 gets a lot of arrests happen under Section 27 uh, because it's an easy arrest to make. But very few convictions are ever possible under this particular section because, again, like Ashok said, the evidentiary burden is so high that either the investigation uh, agencies just don't bother going through with it or they insist that the consumer, he confesses his guilt and he pleads guilty. And on the basis of that guilt... Uh, the court uh, convicts these people. So, on the if a person is pleading not guilty and asking for a trial, the investigation, uh, investigating authorities actually managing to secure a conviction in a case like this is very, very low.
0: All right. Thank you so much, uh, Ashoka and Neha. Um, Nikhil, I want to uh, point out something you wrote uh, in your article. You were talking about uh, how uh, this is how most people uh, party in uh, India. Uh, you know, and uh, how there is a particular reason that uh, Aryan is being targeted. Would you like to uh, give us a little more insight into that?
1: Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, I think one of the things, of course, again, I need to point out that this is not condoning drugs. Uh, uh, You know, I mean, drugs are terrible, we shouldn't use them. This is unnecessary, I think, statutory warning. Uh, But at the same time, you know, young people in our country Uh, uh, have always pretty much I mean I've gone to college uh, good 15 years ago, you know, even at that point of time in my college, everyone, you know, there was a culture of people who would want to experiment with things. That's the age where people pick up alcohol, they pick up drugs, they pick up smoking. Uh, again, not to say whether this is—I'm not adding moral judgment to this. I'm just kind of pointing out that this is the age where a lot of young people want to experiment with different things. And and somebody who is a part of the Bollywood e- ecosystem, uh, or somebody who is you know in in a, any other college, even an engineering college in India for that matter where a lot of young people uh, anyway study in our country Uh, uh, they are probably having just as much or just as little uh, you know uh, consuming these substances in just as much quantity or just as little quantity as anybody else so so i mean a that there is there is a certain kind of you know quote unquote parking culture you know that has always been prevalent you know and uh, which is why uh, uh, it is it is i think even even to find drugs it's not very difficult for young folks you know there is uh, uh, you know if you need something you you find a way to get it Right. But at the same time, as I said, I think, you know, what we need to, uh, um, one of the reasons that so many people are getting concerned, of course, you know, we've heard, again, all the uh, legal uh, point of views right now, you know, which also point out to the fact that this, this may, and Karishma has also pointed out that a lot of this might just be targeted, this might be vendetta, you know, or for that matter, you know, there is, there is no right now any, uh, no proof that exists at this point, And, you know, it may end up being uh, disproved completely but uh, uh, you know but and, and a lot of the conversation that i see online right and, and which is which is again i said uh, saddening to me is that you know okay why why should aryan uh, uh, not be in jail because he's a young you know just because he has privileged should he not be in jail etc cetera, etc cetera. the thing is what what on the other hand you know what what it seems to me is that he is in jail because of said privilege you know or custody let's not say jail but in custody because of said privilege you know if it would have been anybody else at any any i'm not saying that indian uh, uh, again, this is not again uh, a judgment on how the Indian police or you know investigative agencies uh, you know operate. You know we have all heard enough cases of people without privilege also having to go through some really tough times. But but in this particular instance, you know whatever he's done has been magnified. You know a hundred thousand times. Uh, uh, and and what he's going through is actually very much because of who he is versus. Uh, just that there was a young boy found you know, in the vicinity of drugs in a rave party, you know, which would have been a completely, I mean, it would not even have made it to the papers. It would have been such a uh, uh, you know, uh, such a small occurrence in the larger scheme of, you know, what's important in our country and the important, and the, and the offenses and the crimes that are happening on a daily basis, you know, look what's happening right now in uh, uh, Jammu and Kashmir, look what's happening right now in, in, in different parts of Punjab, you know, there are I mean, UP, there's so many, every single day I'm reading about something or the other that's happening to me, which shocks me, and 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 yet there are just no primetime demands on, on actual crime that has been committed, murders that are being committed, you know, uh, uh, trigger warning, but waves that are happening in our country, uh, but what is actually, uh, you know, what we're discussing is, is, is a young person uh, who is, for whatever it's worth, you know, has, uh, uh, is, is doing what other young people typically do, uh, he's just got caught, caught doing it. You know, and again, this is not moral judgment. I myself am not a you know user of drugs. I've all I'm not. I don't even you know. This is this is nothing to do with a condoning of drugs. This is just to point out that uh, uh, this is a lot of this is happening because of who he is, and, and I think that's a shame. You know, because the 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 defense, I mean, uh, the attack or, or or the argument that is being made is that you know uh, most young people don't have a voice in this country. He's getting this platform. It's, I read this ridiculous thread somewhere somewhere who some with somebody who wrote actually this is going to launch him this is actually him coming into the news and now everyone gets to come to know of him and you know this is a master plan that will ultimately get him to get him his debut and I mean can you imagine the kind of ridiculous Thoughts that people are putting out there when it comes to this, do you think that a young person needs to be taken into custody by NCB to, to be publicly shamed, to to constantly being uh, uh, you know called names? There are such terrible WhatsApp forwards that are going on. There are there are these memes that are being put out. Uh, uh, you know his religion again, as as usual, is being attacked. You know his his his. Uh, uh, who he, uh, his Indianness is in question at this point of time. All these ridiculous things, you think that any of this is uh, actually helping him in any, any way. And as I said, I think a lot of this is actually happening because of the fact that he is, uh, you know, he happens to be Shah Rukh Khan's son. And that I suppose is the greatest crime, so to speak, that he has done to to, to be the son of somebody who has always been uh, such an integral part of who we are as Indians. You know? uh, Shah Rukh has really... Uh, created a you know a, a language i think i think a love language of a lot of indians is is shah is rahul naam uh, is is uh, uh, is, is khan as an icon as an identity you know a lot of people wear him on his sleeves on their sleeves and say that you know this is who we are we are shahrukh khan fans uh, uh, and that's our indianness you know and and to kind of have his son being put in the center of this and comp- and being attacked harassed targeted repeatedly for something that has yet to be proved uh uh and uh, i you know it's really really it's really sad uh
0: thank you so much nikol we're just uh getting uh karishma back on
1: i think while karishma is coming back i'll just add one other quick point which is again i think on 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 one of the things that you know we just don't talk enough when it comes to something like this which is uh uh which is actually mental health you know which is about what this person in his, uh, you know, isolation in custody right now, going through uh, what it, what it, what I mean, tw- at 23 or 22 or 21 is anyway like a very tricky time for young people who are just coming of age, who are going out into the world, you know, about to do their first jobs or you know fi- figuring out what their careers are going to be, what their identity is going to be, what their life is going to look like, and to have at that age, you know, this this, uh, you know, pretty much being part of a national conversation that is that he's never going to get rid of, you know. He's going to be, you know, 10 years down the line, people are still going to have questions for him no matter what he does about this incident, you know. Just, just... Imagine what he's going through right now, and imagine what he's thinking of when in, in those in that isolation right now, about what what this means for him and his future. You know, uh, no matter what he does, where he goes, what he becomes, whether he actually enters the Bollywood industry or does not, it's it's besides the point. You know, this is going to stay with him for the rest of his life, and that's just I mean, uh, it's it's a shame that you know that a young person like this has to has to genuinely go through something at, at this level of uh, you know harassment.
0: Thank you so much, Nikhil. Uh- Tarishma, you were going to say something
3: um, yeah Anita, I actually wanted to talk about um, you know, how this is just a, another one in, in in a series of um, what what I see as vilification of Bollywood uh, you know it films unite our country like pretty much nothing else and um, since 2014 and more so recently there's been this concerted effort, to, to show the industry as, an, you know, a place with no morals, where people do drugs, sleep around, people divorce, and, you know, so it's, it's, it's almost like we're kind of going back in time where people were like, oh, you know, don't go to that, like, I, I remember, you know, hearing stories from the 60s and 70s, where people were like, oh, Bollywood must be like, you know, if, if you're working in films, this is the kind of lifestyle you'd have. um, And, and that, that perception seems to have come back because there've been these concerted attacks on the industry. Um, you know, everything from what happened with Padmavath in 2018, um, in 2015, when Amir talked about, you know, the growing sense of fear and insecurity um, in the country, um, you know, he, he, he was asked to, like, leave if he didn't like it here. Um, a similar thing happened with Shah Rukh when he, when he had talked about intolerance. Uh, in the country. Uh, people said, you know, he could go back to Pakistan. He was even compared to a terrorist by one of the politicians from, from the ruling party, from what I remember. Um, you know, and of course, then we saw what happened last year with, um, after Shashan's death, um, where everyone was kind of painted with the same picture. And all of this, um, in in a lot of ways, especially like last year and now has been such a distraction like nikhil was saying you look at everything that's going on in the country right now from you know the floods in kerala to whatever's happening in punjab to like china at our borders the petrol prices but nobody is talking about any of this because everyone is being distracted by bollywood and that, you know they they would say that bollywood is a soft power um I, you would have actors invited by By governments when uh, foreign dignitaries would visit, Um, because, or you know, they'd be like, oh, you know, uh, Bollywood become popular in say the UK or the US, and it was it was a cultural exchange in a lot of ways, Um, and and now um, all they can do is 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 tear down, uh, you know, what, what has become an integral fabric of the country. Um, and they're like, no, Bollywood's bad. It's full of people who do drugs. It's full of people who, you know, um, I, you know, so it's 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 just a part of that concerted effort of, um, like I said earlier, either fall in line or, uh, you know, we're going to destroy your lives.
0: Thank you so much, uh, Karishma. Uh, Neha, I would just like to ask you, um, given that, you said that uh, there is no girl like charge for evidence against uh, Aryan to really be arrested as such so what do you think is really happening with him uh, do you think an example out of him um I don't I it's
2: I don't want to speculate on why they are doing this it's clearly a distraction it's a it's clearly a distraction tactic it's not going to make it, uh, it it's not going to result in conviction because they have nothing uh the longer they keep him the longer they keep the country's attention on bollywood the longer they keep us away from other things that matter i don't know what those other things are it could be it could be the mowing down of farmers it could be china it could be anything but it's clearly a distraction tactic and it seems to have worked with rias case last year and it seems to be working this year and um, if the, it seems to be a thing that they're going to keep doing i feel very concerned that the ncb has entered this domain and i don't think i don't think the seriousness of the ncb doing this is mm <laughs> Or, you know, is really capturing anybody's attention because NCB has historically been uh, only involved in commercial quantity seizures, in, um, in large-scale international, uh, in large-scale international conspiracies and trafficking. Uh, in this case, the only uh, only commercial quantity drug that they have found is methadone, which is uh, colloquially known as meow meow. And the commercial quantity is 50 grams, and they have found 54 grams on one person. They have arrested 20 people and found around 20 grams of marijuana on all of them and the small quantity that is consumption for personal use is up to a kilo in India so um, NCB has no business being in this so it, the, the fact that NCB is a central agency and not a state uh, not state police is involved in this seems to be very fishy to me and clearly a distraction thing but from what there is no way for me to say
0: thank you so much Neha um, if any of the speakers would like to add something uh, right now <clears throat> if not I'll start the question. just hang
4: in yeah I want to add one thing uh some yes, very good points made by nikhil firstly he said he spoke about the mental health and uh, also expressed concern about the fact that what a 23 year old person must be going through when he or she is put behind bars for a charge where no drugs have been recovered from that person no uh, allegation of consumption is there but the only allegation he or she is facing is that of conspiracy, number one. But however, I disagree with him on the point that he's being attacked for being the son of Shah Rukh Khan. Here, why Aryan Khan continues to be in Arthur Road Jail is not entirely NCD's doing. It is also partly, of the uh, part of the blame has to be taken by Shah Rukh Khan's legal team itself. Because what we see is that the day the remand magistrate refused to give uh, any further custody of Aryan Khan to MCV. There was a tactical mistake which was made by his team by applying for bail before the same magistrate who dismissed on a technical ground. Now, what is generally expected is that when you have, when you're dealing with a case like this, there has to be some degree of understanding that when you file for a bail application, you file it before the special judge. But it was a calculative, uh, it was a uh, call which was taken by his legal team saying that uh, the jurisdiction is not clear, but they went with the former option of uh, applying for bail before the magistrate. However, when this bail was rejected in the first place, there was a change in the thinking or uh, in the legal team itself. And we saw that uh, Satish Manishinde has been replaced now by Amit Desai. Now, although Mr. Manishinde continues to be a part of the legal team, But uh, the lead counsel in this matter happens to be Mr. Amit Desai. Amit Desai himself is a senior advocate of Bombay High Court and has a vast experience of dealing with such criminal cases. The third thing is that uh, uh, whether this kind of a case is a diversionary tactic or uh, uh, the whole idea is to get the attention of the real issues like petrol hike, uh, the prices... Uh, escalation which is happening on the fuel front, the farmers issue, uh, the the terrorist attacks in Jammu and Kashmir, well that's uh, something which uh, the media will have to uh, introspect and decide whether what case they are going to focus on. However, at the end of the day, uh, this is one particular case which is a high-profile case and when media is focusing on it, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong about it. But yes, if there is an allegation of disproportionate airtime or, um, you know, print space, which is given to this particular case, then I do agree that yes, there's something uh, wrong and we need to do a little bit of introspection uh, as to what happens on October 20th, whether he get bail, not get bail is uh, all again in the realm of speculation. Neha pointed out on the legality of the case, she also didn't want to speculate whether actually the NCB has a case or not. But here again, uh, whether drugs were recovered from him, not recovered from him, allegations of consumption, not consumptions are there. Uh, But still, the charge of conspiracy is there. He still will have to uh, fight against the allegation that there are some WhatsApp conversations Mm -hmm on his phone and if which uh, are investigated by NCB and the NCB is able to uh, get hold of these suppliers or the people uh, who he has had conversation with, then there could be more trouble for him.
0: Thank you, sir. Um, If the speakers don't have anything else to add, I will start taking questions from the listeners. Um, All right. Um, So I
1: just have one question.
0: Uh, yeah, who was your question yeah, for? everybody,
1: uh, what can we all do together to make sure that something like this does not happen again? Like it can happen to anybody, right? If it can happen to uh, Aryan Khan, it can happen to anybody. What can we all do together that it does not repeat or we can try and avoid anything happening on that level to everyone?
4: Okay, I'll respond to that. <clears throat> now, the question is that uh, what can be done to make sure that a thing like this not happens. Uh, now, firstly, I'm not sure what we are talking about. That uh, Are we talking about selective targeting of Shah Rukh Khan's son? Or we are talking about whether the due process of law, which Shah Rukh Khan's son is entitled to, is being denied to him or for the fact that the Bollywood is being targeted. Now, I don't know whether... Uh, Bollywood is being targeted or Shah Rukh Khan's son is being singled out, as you rightly pointed out uh, about Vendetta politics, that now that is a story which cannot be verified or it's like at the moment seems to be far-fetched because something was said at one point in time and a month later something else happens. It's not even month, maybe a fortnight later something happens, but there has to be some direct connection to it to establish the case of a Vendetta politics. Now, as far as uh, this NDPS case is concerned, this sort of a case is concerned, there's not much one can do. Because as far as the NDPS Act is concerned, it deals uh, with offenses relating to possession, production, supplying, storing, of banned drugs in India. Now, you know, the law itself understands and recognizes the fact that all offenses cannot be clubbed together. And under the NDPS Act, what has really happened is the quantum of punishment that has been prescribed depends on the quantity of the the drugs that are recovered or the recovery is shown. So if there is a small quantity of drugs which is recovered, uh, the punishment is uh, six months to one year. If the quantity of drugs that is recovered is of intermediate quantity, the punishment goes up to 10 years. If it's a commercial quantity, <clears throat> seizure or recovery, the punishment is up to 20 years. Now, in this particular case, even if it lets for argument's sake consider a situation where the individual or the accused is not the son of a high-profile Bollywood superstar, but is an ordinary citizen like you and me. If he or she is arrested, what is the remedy? The remedy is to follow the due process of law, which is prescribed, that is basically... Fight it out in the court of law and try to make out a case that whatever NCB is saying is NCB's allegations are totally bogus. Because NCB as an agency cannot be just uh, brushed aside and said that oh no they are possibly acting in some kind of a pressure uh, by painting them with a brush, saying them saying that uh, they are possibly motivated by some other reasons uh, in effecting these arrests or going after uh, a particular kind of people, it would be wrong. At the end of the day, NCB is doing a job. It's been established by the due process of law. And there are some strange instances, and I do agree with it, that the people in NCB are known to misuse the power that has been bestowed to them. So possibly the only thing that can happen is that uh, some sort of a regulation, or some sort of a uh, some sort of a, uh, uh, you know some oversight mechanism is provided where when there is no recovery and when there is uh, no consumption allegation against an individual in those cases maybe the NCB can go a little soft on the accused.
0: Thank you so much, sir. Um, uh, Abraham, uh, you can take the mic, please.
5: Thanks so much, yeah. Uh, it's wonderful being here. It's uh, definitely great to you know hear all the perspectives coming in. Uh, to Neha's point, I mean, like Neha made some observations in terms of you know the NCB getting involved and uh, the quantum of drugs and uh, where you know the discrepancies are altogether. Right now, I see a lot of incredible people who are associated with media out here, and we are definitely uh, you know seeing that you know this is a case where you know some of the conversations are. Uh, you know, pretty much focused. And whereas, you know, some of the other things which are happening in the country are not. So uh, would definitely can appeal to some of the incredible leaders. I, I can see Manjul over here was one of the listeners. Uh, he's been proactively, I mean, like, you know, really, you know, getting the points across in terms of his cartoons. Uh, we also see some really incredible people. TV9 is hosting us. Uh, we have other incredible people in the room. So my single request would be if you could, you know, just, uh, you know, amplify the other opinions also as much as, you know, we see some of the hashtags and. Uh, the memes, which are, you know, uh, we, we we see that, you know, we don't know whether it's a uh, selective targeting or not, but we can see for sure from the very first day that memes and uh, hashtags are being, you know, amplified to a certain extent, which isn't usually the case unless there is some kind of uh, force behind it. Uh, so so thank you so much for hosting this chat. Just want to share a point, uh, no particular question per se, but, uh, you know, just uh, power to all and, uh, you know, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Abraham. Uh, So I think we will uh, conclude our conversation today with that. Thank you so much to uh, Nikhil, Neha and Karishma for joining us.